2: You're listening to Pure Opelka.
0: This is Pure Opelka.
3: With Mike Opelka.
0: Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Oh, 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 oh. It is the sixth hour of the Pure Opelka-thon here on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Opelka in today, earlier today from my buddy Glenn Beck, filling in on the Glenn Beck program, then continuing the conversation here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for joining me. So many of you jumped in. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're here and you followed along as we tried to deal with Comey Feifei 2017, surviving it. An interesting analysis of what happened today, and I thought this was kind of rare that this happened. This came out of Dana Bash, Dana Bash of CNN. And she was uh, outside of the Capitol with Wolfie. Uh, Wolfie and I think, uh, was it Nia Malika Henderson and John King and Gloria Borger with Wolf? And then there were 37 other people with Anderson Cooper in the studios. Uh, but they're outside trying to do their on-the-scene analysis. And um, the thing that that struck me about Comey's testimony was exactly what hit what hit Dana Bash and let me just play this and then I'll I'll bring our guest in to talk about some of the other issues we wanted to address here but this is Dana Bash talking with Wolf and crew about Comey and something she learned a special counsel
4: we've said before he might not be a Democrat he might not be a Republican but boy is this guy political to, to sort of have the wherewithal to do that and to sort of think 10 steps ahead and want that to be the end goal. That-
3: She's talking about the fact that Comey showed his notes on his meeting with Trump that night in Trump Tower, showed them to a friend of his who is a, a uh, professor at Columbia Law School and said, could you leak this to the New York Times? And she makes a one final short statement here on Jim Comey.
4: Gives you a sense that he's not just a Pollyanna Boy Scout. He wants to affect something, and he wants to get to the point uh, of something like that. And he knows exactly how to do it and use the institutions of Washington and of the media to make that happen. Yeah, he certainly
0: understands. He's Gloria political.
3: Ford. He's absolutely political. Uh, joining me to discuss the testimony today and to break it down and and take a look at it. From the stream.com, Senior Editor Rachel Ale- Alexander has been on this show in the past, and I know Rachel was glued, glued to C-SPAN 3, so you could see it all without any of the flavoring of the networks. Uh, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm
2: doing great. I was up a little early because it starts uh, kind of early out here while well, I'm on the Pacific Coast time.
3: <laughs> well, you know, uh, this morning when I was hosting for Mr. Back, we actually called a bar in San Francisco that opened early this morning to cover it, and they said they had as many people in the bar as they had for the NBA playoffs last night. So it's, it's well attended. You're not alone, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you weren't drinking at that hour this morning. No,
2: I barely rolled out of bed.
3: <laughs> uh, any surprises for you, Rachel, when you watch this? Because you had read the seven-page preview the night before.
2: Yeah, I've had an article that came out, in fact, on his, you know, pre-release testimony. Um, I was pretty surprised. I thought he would be more nuanced and kind of all over the board, Um, but instead I felt like this was a tremendous defense of Donald Trump. He made so many statements. I mean, I can't even count them or, or get them all out in this interview. He made so many statements that seemed to back up everything Trump said. You know, the, the gist of his testimony was that, you know, I'm not really sure about anything, but I'm sure that I'm not really sure that this is the case. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't help the Trump haters. They didn't help the people who were hoping that, you know, Trump wrongly fired him. I mean, he couldn't even say why he was fired. He's not real sure, he said.
3: Yeah, that, that was surprising to me that, that he actually kind of felt like an employee who had been fired, the guy who then sits around with his friends and goes, you know what, they fired me and I thought I was doing a great job and I never got a bad evaluation, but they fired me because they had a problem with me. Well, that's kind of like life. And I'm surprised, though. uh, I'm surprised at some of the questions. What question would you have asked Jim Comey today?
2: You know, I would have asked him, who helped you write up your uh, hearing testimony? Um, You know, he said that there was, he denied that um, this certain intelligence group had helped him write it, but that was when he was specifically asked about that. I mean, it was such an odd piece of work. How did he, how did he come up with it? Because I mean, the essence of it seemed to be, I really disliked Donald Trump and I did everything I could to avoid being around him.
3: Well, the weirdest thing, and I said this to Dana Lash yesterday when we were, we were talking about this, the weirdest thing was the the statement that he he told Jeff Sessions he didn't want to be alone with Trump. And here's the guy who's a looming six foot, seven inch presence. He really is a big guy. And he's telling Jeff Sessions, who's a little guy, I don't want to be alone with that guy. I, pre- I really don't want to be alone with him anymore. I'm like, you really can't take care of yourself? You re- you're really that threatened? I thought that was the most bizarre point of the, of the seven pages.
2: And it's not valid, because, you know, ultimately, Trump is his boss. You know, he might not directly report to him much, but Trump calls the shots. And he he doesn't seem to understand that. Like, you know, if I had an employee who didn't want to, you know be around me, you know that is a legitimate excuse to fire that employee. and And he has this confused uh, perspective where he keeps saying the FBI is an independent investigative agency. Well, that's not the full story. The full story is, Trump has the full authority to hire and fire agency directors. So that's a qualification of him claiming, you know, it's independent. I don't, shouldn't have to have anything to do with Donald Trump.
3: Well, that's something that Alan Dershowitz actually brought up last night with, um, with Anderson Cooper. And Dershowitz, as you know, liberal, great legal mind, but a liberal, certainly not a guy I would expect to rush to Donald Trump's defense. But he said that there is more tradition of independence of the FBI. But the fact is that the executive branch has, as you so aptly described, the right to hire and fire. And in the case of Flynn, he could have told Comey, stop investigating him because I'm going to pardon him anyway. And this is over. And he has full right and and the absolute ability to do so. And so this is all just a show. This is all just a, as Trump has said, I, I hate to use this phrase, a witch hunt and it really is I, i'm well, we're talking to rachel alexander from thestream.org. make sure i get it right the stream.org and uh, you printed up last night a preview of what to expect so last night i'm doing prep for the show and i'm going i got to check and see what rachel wrote so i'm looking at your preview and i'm saying you know you got a lot of this right <laughs> you got all, you have you thought about picking lottery numbers <laughs>
2: Like, I don't have to issue a correction that, like, CNN, you heard they had to issue a correction after hearing the testimony on one of their articles.
3: Oh, my God, I didn't know that. What did they correct?
2: Um, Basically, they had said in the testimony that um, uh, Comey was going to contradict Donald Trump when it came to whether Donald Trump was being personally investigated
3: by the FBI or not. And they absolutely, because Comey came out and told us, uh, Trump said three times he told me I was not under investigation, Comey confirmed that. That was just amazing. <laughs> he, he confirmed it over and over yeah. again. And and you know, I have to tell you, the reason
2: I, I was so prescient in my article is not because I'm any wonderful, great, smart person, but it's because the liberal news media is so lazy. They they just go with their regular spin and they don't really dig deep. Whereas, you know, I read his his testimony hyper carefully, hyper closely. And you know, that's the only
3: reason I was accurate. Well, the the amazing thing to me, because I I was doing an A-B comparison last night, I would spend 20 minutes on MSNBC and then I'd go over to Fox and 20 minutes and then 20 minutes at at CNN. And the question I wanted to ask everybody was, are you all reading the same document? Because MSNBC, Rachel Maddow was nearly apoplectic. She was frothing. She was thinking, this is it. We got him now. Comey's going to take him down. And then over at CNN, you had people saying, "Well, it's trouble, but there's not really anything there." And Fox is, "There's nothing here," and there might be a little bit of a, a tension depending on what the president tweets, which has been zero. But I think it's amazing that that this whole thing is gone now, with one one document basically getting three different spins from three different sources.
2: I had a ball writing this yesterday, and I had a. Like stop myself from going and checking all these liberal you know news reports about the testimony as they were coming out because I, it was interfering with me getting my article done, but I just kept laughing because exactly it was so diametrically different. I mean basically Comey it, he just he just looks like this chicken because all he talks about is how I tried to blend in with a curtain so I you know Trump didn't uh, see me and I mean he's just he's like scared of Trump, and that's the whole gist of his. His, his uh, testimony, in, in the written testimony.
3: I, I did find something strange. Did you hear Paul Ryan's defense of the president right after the, the uh, hearing ended today? Did you hear any of that? No, I okay. missed it because I've been doing nonstop radio interviews. All right. Well, ride with me on this because I want you to hear. This is Paul Ryan. There was a curious statement in here. It's about a minute long.
2: I think people now realize why the president is so frustrated. When the FBI director tells him on three different occasions— he's not under investigation yet the speculation swirls around the political system that he is that's frustrating of course the president's frustrated and I think the American people now know why he was so frustrated because this speculation was allowed to swirl when he was being directly told by the FBI director he wasn't under investigation look as far as the 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 conversations and all of that um, I'm not going to speculate in any of this I, I would just add um, that, of course, there needs to be a degree of independence between DOJ, FBI, and a White House, and a line of communications established. The president's new at this. He's new to government. and so.
3: I don't like the fact that Paul Ryan says, the president's new at this. He's new to government. I do like that he defended him, because I think that's important for party unity. But I don't like that he said, hey, the president's new at this. I think we got to be a little, little bit different on that one. I'll give the speaker a break because he's going out and speaking extemporaneously. But I thought that was weird. Where? So where does it go from here, Rachel? Where? What happens next? What do you think is the next spin on this?
2: Well, um, Jay Sekolo has warned Comey he better go out and hire a criminal defense attorney wow. after. Yeah, after basically admitting he leaked a classified memo—the one he had written about his conversation with Trump—to the New York Times.
3: Yeah, see, that's the one that I said. Why is there no more, no more attention on this one? That the guy who says, "Hey, uh, you know, we—I uh, would like my friend. I won't show you guys the uh, memos. I won't show Congress the memos. But I will show it to my friend and tell him to leak the contents." To the media. that That's a shock to me that that's not the the absolute earth-shaking headline from this. But, of course, I, I'm monitoring CNN. They're not even posting any of the Marco Rubio questions. We had to go dig it up ourselves. He had the best question of anybody, didn't he? He did. He was great. But they, they <laughs> totally blew him off. I'm, well, I'm so glad you could make time for us today. I know you're busy. I know you're always out there checking things out. Uh, you guys need to uh, you need to to follow our friend Rachel Alexander at the dot org and uh, follow her on Twitter, follow her online, read her stuff, and I hope you'll join us again sometime. Thanks so much, I appreciate it. Thanks, Rachel, and there Bye she bless. goes. When we get back, oh, I've got some more craziness to share with you, and our our buddy who usually joins us on on this day at this time, our good friend Angie Austin. I think she's at the pool in Denver, but she said she has some stories she she wants to talk about. And we'll get to Angie at the bottom of the hour when Pure Opelka returns.
2: You're listening to Pure Opelka
3: on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house?
2: Opelka
3: with Mike Opelka. I don't know. Trump's uh, lawyer is responding. Yes, Donald Trump's lawyer is responding. Mark Kasowitz has uh, sent out a statement saying, basically, Comey's testimony makes it clear that the president never sought to impede the investigation into attempted Russian interference in the 2016 election and... In fact, according to Mr. Comey, the president told Mr. Comey it would be good to find out in that investigation if there were some, quote, satellite associates of his, meaning, uh, I guess, Mr. Trump, of his, who did something wrong. He didn't, according to uh, the writings of Mark Kasowitz, He did not exclude anyone from that statement. Consistent with that statement, the president never, in form or substance, directed or suggested Mr. Comey stop investigating anyone, including suggesting that Mr. Flynn, quote, let, or Mr. Comey, quote, let Flynn go, close quote. As he publicly stated the next day, he did say to Mr. Comey, quote, General Flynn is a good guy, he has been through a lot. And also, quote, asked, how is, how is General Flynn doing, close quote. Very interesting. In, in summary, Mark Kasowitz writes, in sum, it is now established that there is, that the president was not being investigated for colluding with or attempting to obstruct that investigation, As the committee pointed out today, these important facts for the country to know are virtually the only facts that have not leaked during the long course of these events. Kind of interesting that that's what he would say. These are the only facts that have not been leaked through the course of this investigation. I kind of have to agree with him. I really do. I have to support him on this one. There was also, if we're, if we're going to go through some of the highlights and or lowlights of this circus that went on in Washington, D.C. today, and I feel, I feel a little let down. I feel like we got less of a nothing burger than we thought. There really wasn't that much entertainment. But what we did learn is that California, and I'm sorry, California, I'm, I'm already going to, I know I'm going to get mail, I know I'm going to get people angry with me because I, I get so frustrated with my friends in California. But this Kamala Harris, this woman you've elevated now to senator, she's just a dope. She's not good. And I know that the Democratic Party has big plans for her. I know they're thinking she's got vice presidential timber. But it it's just... It's just amazing to me that the Kamala Harris gets all the attention and power she gets. Listen to what Kamala Harris said during the, the her questioning time with James Comey today.
1: Director Comey, I want to thank you. You are now a private citizen and you are enduring a Senate Intelligence <laughs> Committee hearing. Um, and he- First
3: of all, what's so funny? What, what's funny? About this. Why, why is it funny? Are you flirting with jim comey is Is there something there i I really don't understand it. I don't get it it's It's shocking to me. Camel Harris is uh I, I think an embarrassment. I think if i were if I were part of the party, I would say uh, we really this is not good. This is a not a good thing for us. And she was the attorney general, was she not, for the state? She was the person in, in charge of so many different investigations. And this is her first spin in the Senate. But she immediately gets on this committee, on a very important committee. There's more from Kamala Harris. Her her statement here is, is locked up, and I want to get to it. I also need to replay before we get out of here. Mika Brzezinski declaring Donald Trump crazy and uh, when we get back we're also going to hear some, some insane news from our friend Angie Austin who's in Denver coming back from the pool Angie sent us a whole bunch of stories that we have to cover and um, one of them is I, I have to check with the censors I don't know if we can actually talk about this one it's a little dicey we'll be right back on Pure Opelka Welcome back to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. And you know what? Thank you. So many of you have been here all day with me. So many of you joined me earlier today, filling in for Glenn Beck, and then continued on this program. And tomorrow we are going to do the same. I am working on a couple of things. It looks like my hopes to interview George W. Bush about his paintings and the stuff he's doing for the veterans is not going to happen this week. I thought it would work out really well if it happened while I was here in Dallas. Uh, so we're, we're not giving up. I am like a dog with a bone. I, I think it'd be very important for us to have that interview, especially with all the good stuff he's doing. And I just got some really good news. Uh, do you know uh film McAleer, the guy behind the Gosnell movie? Well, I met him on the train, and we've had him on the show, and he's just a great guy, Uh, really hardworking guy. Ann and Philem are just warriors. But I just got an email from Philem saying, hey, I know you're waiting for the release of the Gosnell movie, and we hope we have some very good news shortly, which I, I think they're going to. He said, but I want to let you know about a new project coming through made by some friends of ours. Adam Carolla, who we know as a strong libertarian. It's a guy that works out of Hollywood. Adam Carolla and another guy we like Dennis Prager are teaming up on a film called no safe spaces. So I can't wait to see this. I have to reach out to both of them. They're, they're great guys. So we'll check out, we'll check out no safe spaces. I, I, I'm just very excited about this. I try and share with you guys when we get good news. Our our buddy from Denver and I'm jealous because she wrote me and said I'm 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 happy to call in with some of my crazy stories I found, but I'm by the pool. I'm out by the pool today. Well, like okay, <laughs> great, great. I'm inside watching Comey getting sort of grilled, not saying anything, and you know. Uh, you're out by the pool. You're at the pool. So uh, I I hope I brought you in. And let me just remind you, turn so you don't burn every fifteen. Oh minutes. yes,
5: yes, yes, yes. I and I well, don't be too jealous because I'm sweaty and I smell like a coconut.
3: Um, I I have so many different punchlines for this, but it's already been a day where <laughs> the bosses have looked at me and go, don't go, do not go, okay. don't go okay. there. Uh, so right. Angie Austin is my friend from Daybreak USA. She's another radio geek like me, but she's also somebody who, like me, scours everywhere looking for wacky stories and stories that make us go, "Wait a minute! No, that did not happen." Mm-hmm, and then usually exactly. we go, "Yes, it did. Yes, it did happen." Uh, this there's one that there's actually an update to, um, yes. and, and uh, we have to we have to talk about this. Do you remember the story about the kid who got the award from the teacher, the award most likely to be a terrorist? I laugh at it because I just don't know what what person thinks that's a good idea to give to a kid.
5: And it was like on a day that they'd had the real awards for like all the kids who are like academically succeeding and yeah. sports awards. And she's like, oh, don't worry, kids. Those of you who got nothing like the loser group, I've got awards for you. Some of you might be aff- offended. There was the award to the African-American girl that was the most likely to blend in with white people award. Which yeah. apparently she's teased a lot about now. And then also the most likely to become a terrorist award well, to Lizeth Village nueva who's 13 and it was on the day after like the new england uh, pardon me the manchester arena bombing where little girls were killed you're going to give her that award
3: well you know angie kids are never mean kids never make fun of each other what's the matter with poking a little fun children are so well behaved and they never oh wait a minute (laughs) you're a mom do kids ever behave badly and jump on each other and call each other names constantly and one of the little girls
5: didn't come to the last day of school because she was so embarrassed oh
3: see this is wrong but now you have an update because the teacher's probably been promoted right and been made a super superintendent or supervisor in some situation well,
5: it made such big news. I think that in Houston, they were forced to do something about this. By the way, the teacher, Stacey Lockett, is like smoking hot. She used to be a, a Houston Texans cheerleader. Really? And so there's a picture of her in like a strapless satin gown that is like, whoa. So anyway, she uh, she got fired and she knew that some of the kids might be offended. And she actually thought this was funny. And so the district apologized. But then I think because of all the pushback, they finally did uh, fire her.
3: I think that's good news. I think that's Uh, very good news. And I appreciate that. Now there's, uh, we have talked to the log cabin Republicans on this radio show. We've talked to them about their support for Donald Trump, but you have a story about some of these, these folks, these log cabin Republican types, the gay Trump supporters, uh, what's happened to them? Well, are big gays that live in log cabins? Like what's the is there a tie in there? No, I see, I that's the one thing I've never asked. I just thought that's kind of weird. I guess it's to, related <laughs> to Lincoln, you know, because he had the log cabin. The yeah. I don't know.
5: Okay. So, All right. I don't want to I don't want to delve into this because I know I'll get into real danger. You'll take me and I want to keep yeah, you employed.
3: You'll take me down a path that we don't want to yeah. go down to. But you know this
5: what? if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. Thank it's you. Like when you're drowning and they come to get you and you pull the other person under. <laughs> no, you're going down with me. Thank you. Very Charlotte. Good. Charlotte, Charlotte,
3: North Carolina, can, can North Carolina just get a month with no problems? I know what's up with them. Then then Florida, like the weirdest state.
5: Sorry, North Carolina, sorry, Florida.
3: Well, what happened to Charlotte and, and the gay, the gay Trump supporters?
5: Okay. There's a group, um, a a group says Charlotte pride. So it's the, you know, pride parade in Charlotte. They are uh, pushing out the, um, the conservative gays. Uh, And one of the guys, uh, Brian Talbert, he says, I'm very proud of my country, proud of my uh, president, and I was once proud of my community. He's a Trump supporter. He's got a Trump-Pence bumper sticker, which he drives around in the gay neighborhoods. He has a not a liberal sign on his back window of his his vehicle. And here's the email he got from Charlotte Pride Parade. Dear Gays for Trump. That's their name, Gays Mm. for Trump. The message uh, is to confirm that we have received your application for entry in the 2017 Charlotte Gay Pride Parade. Unfortunately, we are not able to approve your application. The most open people, the most accepting people, the liberals who love all, will not let the Trump uh, gays for Trump in their parade. Because apparently, it's gays for uh, the Gay Pride Parade is for gay liberals. It's not. If you're a gay conservative, you can't have Gay Pride apparently. And he says. It was going to be fun. We wanted to be energetic. Uh, and these people are the people who say they're not racic, racist. They're not bigots. They're not misogynistic. And they're the ones that won't let me in their parade because I'm conservative.
3: See, this is if this were somebody wanting you to make a cake and you said no because you didn't agree with them, do you think you'd be just said, OK, go, well, I'll go away? No, you would be sued. So sued. So I, I'm. I'm just in shock over this one, especially that it's happening in North Carolina where they've had so much craziness go on. All right. I have one more I want to ask you about. Cause you sent All me right. a list. You sent me this mm-hmm. wonderful list of stories. And I know this, for you. this one, this one might, I might get the HR call after oh, this. No, one. not that one. Are you getting yeah. that one? Yeah. Oh. I'm going that one. This is, this is from our friends at the Telegraph in, in the UK The sadomasochistic swingers club with the torture Mm -hmm. dungeon um, Mm -hmm. got shut down over (laughs) over health and safety concerns.
5: Okay, when I read that, I had to send it to you because I couldn't believe that the sadomasochistic swingers club with a dungeon and torture chamber has been shut down over health and safety concerns because... The same thing is, aren't they there to get hurt? Like, isn't that specifically why they go to the torture dungeon? Isn't that the whole point of it? I mean, I've never been in one, but my my feeling is if they have a St. George's cross and they're cuffed to it, that they want to feel like they want to be hurt, right? So here's the problem. In this article in the Telegraph, they said the reason they shut down the torture dungeon is because apparently you can't escape from a fire when you're handcuffed to a Saint George's cross. I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's the cross where your hands are, you know, like out and you're in. I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah.
3: I'm just gonna let you keep digging. I'm I'm not gonna let you stop. You just yeah, the Saint George's cross, of course, and they probably have the sex swings there and the other stuff, right? They do. Yeah, they yeah. have
5: swings and they have they said they have plenty of implements to inflict pain. Mm. And then they said the fire risks were aggravated by the presence of equipment, which makes it tricky, makes it tricky, they said, for people to escape in the event of a fire.
3: I just think, that, you know, at some point the show's going to need like a bell that when we get near the line, you're just going to hear and we're going to have to stop. You couldn't, know, your, it,
5: couldn't your bosses do that for you, like insert a bell? I think I just heard it. Did you hear that? I think that
3: was the bell. Yeah, that was the... Please stop. <laughs> and and that's, uh, uh, that's my favorite story of the day, that the sadomasochistic, sadomasochistic swingers club that also has a torture dungeon has sh- shut down because of safety concerns. <laughs> I love that story. I... Oh. I just, you know, they say there's a took us for every seat in the theater. I just yeah. I just think, I wonder if these people feel persecuted now because I wonder. they're not
5: allowed. Well, it makes me never want to get myself involved or trapped in a St. George's cross in the event of a fire or be in one of those swings or an implement that inflicts pain. Do you think? I, yeah. Do
3: you think the people that go there and they're, you know, chained or whatever, tied up or... Lockdown to the St. George's cross or whatever the heck it is. Do you think they're actually going, gee, I hope a fire doesn't break out. See, I right. think somebody would say, well, you're going to pay extra for that. You want fire? You want right. smoke in the leash? Would you like to be branded? Cause we can do that, but it's going to be 50 quid more governor. Right.
5: Yeah, so, right. Isn't there like um, like kind of like a, you know, a hierarchy system and you pay a little bit more for like if you if you want like extra whoopings or whatever, don't they pay more for thats not that? Isn't I'm, that like, s- I'm like, sorry, Angie,
3: like, I have like, no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. I, I think you better go back to the pool. I can't talk about this any right. further. I know. I'm a, a fact,
5: soccer mom. The bosses are at the pool.
3: The bosses are saying <laughs> stop now. Yellow light. Thank you, my well, friend. Where, where do we find you, Angie Austin? Daybreak USA, and we never talk about
5: uh, uh, torture dungeons on my show.
3: I know, but the next time I'm on, we will.
5: All right. Thank <laughs> as, you, friend. Always as, a pleasure.
3: As I like to say.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll be Thank right you. back. Thanks, Angie.
2: Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike
3: Opelka, part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, Chris Salcedo, he's a little angry today. Or, or I'm sorry, every day that ends in a Y. I gotta, I gotta bring Chris down to earth and give him some happy, happy news. A couple things before we get out of here today. Again, thank you for being here. Don't forget, visit us on TheBlaze.com. Click on the channel section. I'm doing my damnedest to catch Doc Thompson. I'm really in some sort of death match to catch Doc Thompson. And it's very important to me. He he doesn't want to let it happen. Uh, before we get out of here, I have two, uh, two bits of, maybe three bits of things I need to share with you. Here's that Kamala Harris clip where she... She's, first of all, she's laughing at Jim Comey and then just asks this really ridiculous question statement.
1: Director Comey, I want to thank you. You are now a private citizen, and you are enduring a Senate Intelligence <laughs> Committee hearing. Why is hearing, it funny? Um, and each of us gets seven minutes instead of five, as yesterday to ask you questions. So thank you.
3: No, for I'm, I'm between opportunities now, well, so.
1: Well, you're, you, you are. <laughs> are they flirting? <laughs> I'm sure you'll have future opportunities. You know, you and I are both um, former prosecutors. I'm not going to require you to answer. I just want to make a statement that um, in in my um, My uh, experience of prosecuting uh, cases uh, when a robber held a gun to somebody's head and and said, I hope you will give me your wallet. The word hope was not the most operative word at that moment. But you don't have to respond to that point. No,
3: you don't. But it's like you're making this connection saying that Donald Trump was holding a gun to Jim Comey's head. We get the point, Senator. And if you missed it, here was Mika. Mika. Declaring Donald Trump crazy. I I don't buy it. He knew exactly what he was doing. Well, I think he's
4: such a narcissist. It is possible that he's mentally ill in a way. And uh, this is on the table. I said it months ago, and now everybody's starting to say it like it's new and it's okay to say. Yeah, He's not well. No. At the very least, he's not well, and he's so narcissistic, he does not believe the rules apply to him. And that's where the ignorance label may apply, because this is a man who says he can grab women anywhere because he's famous. I he still, may I still think don't he can that. push somebody, Well, that's. I think there's a, an innuendo to perhaps the other sex, but anyhow, everyone has their ideas about why he wow. said what well, he well, said. Just, but oh um, the point I'm is, comfort, but is but yeah. that he feels he can say can or I? do things. <laughs> things that are different
3: than the norm because right. he's famous because he's a celebrity because he has power right and you know what? I need an eject button Joe wants an eject button I think we should all chip in and get him on she called the president crazy in order to step away from this I need to give you the greatest moment from yesterday and this happened when the video showing the little boy riding his bicycle up to his friend's house and before he gets off his bike. He notices an American flag, and he stops, and he recites the Pledge of Allegiance. Kid's pulling up in front of the house on his bike. Sees the flag. There it is. It's just so great. He stops, says the Pledge of Allegiance, makes a mistake and corrects himself. Mom and dad, great job. Testudo, my friends. I'll see you on Glenn's show tomorrow. Testudo.
0: This is Pure Pelka with Micah Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.